Welcome to Shadow Work is a Bitch podcast, where we step into our authentic self, standing strong in acceptance of our shadow and our light within. I'm Sarah Rose, and I'm your host. I come from a lineage of psychics. I'm a Reiki master teacher, death doula, shadow work expert, and mentor extraordinaire at Diamond No. I've been on this awakening journey for over a decade now. We are going to share laughter, tears, frustration, and joy while we take this unfiltered look through the experiences of healing our core belief systems, of going through inner child work, what it's like to step into self-wholeness, removing our conditioning from the minute that we are conceived up until now, and what it's truly like to change those thought patterns as we step into and find our authentic self, all the while maintaining this 3D existence. So join me as we get real with who the fuck you are. Welcome back to a, another episode of Shadow Work is a Bitch. This is a series on words are magic. So today we are going to talk about the word freedom and what that means. What type of vibration are we currently ourselves and humanity living in? when it comes to this word. So I'm gonna give you a backstory on why this word is our next one. So I was at my acupuncture appointment and I was laying face down on the table and he was working on my plantar fasciitis. I've been experiencing it for, I would say since the summer. So really working on that, I finally was like, okay, it's time to put this first. So I'm laying there and I begin to really put together pieces of myself and of my healing journey, my experiences as a child into this current moment. And when I did, I recognized that I had redefined the word freedom when it came to women within my lineage, when it came to women who were parents, (laughs) women who were mothers or caregivers, kinship, whatever it is, whatever label you want to slap onto it. And this can go for any, anyone really who is a caregiver, who is a parent, So I'm laying there and I'm recognizing that through this healing the last six months in understanding of my relationship and what I received, what I experienced, what was perceived through my lens as a child growing up into this current moment when it came to the women within my lineage. So my mother and her mother and her mother before that. And I'm laying there on this table and I'm talking about how I used to personally 
take on my mother's feelings of her life. I personally took it as I was doing wrong. I was that, I was that upset for her. Um, there was, I was never enough for her. I, no matter what I did, whether I overcompensated in one area, I was always in this constant state of, I need to make her happy. And in doing so, I lost myself and I adapted to her view of the world. However, it was my view of what her view of the world was because of what I was receiving, because of what I was observing. Understand that, that I adapted to that conditioning. It was my choice. And when we come into that understanding of, holy shit, this was my choice, whether I subconsciously was choosing this or consciously choosing it, it was still, in the end, my choice. So here I am laying on this table and I'm understanding that I was changing the patterns of the ancestral lineage. <laughs> I was doing it without even truly recognizing what I was doing. It's like when we're looking fast forward ahead and want to know the outcome. We want to know what, what will happen in the next week, the next two weeks. When will I leave my job? When will I be married? When will I do this? When will I accomplish this? Right? This when, 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 when. And when we come back into healing ourselves and focusing on ourselves and recognizing that when we surrender or when recognizing that in order to flow universally and feel freedom, it is a part of us to surrender to the flow. We are in a way willingly doing so. We are choosing to do so no matter the fear and the anxiety that it elicits. We look at it and we understand it and we comfort it and then we move through it. We don't allow it to become us. So there I am, I'm laying on the table and I'm going through the understanding that my mom's definition of freedom was different from mine, but I adapted to that definition. And from my perception and from what I received, the definition of freedom for the women in my lineage was the desire to be more than just a wife, the desire to be more than just a mom. And yet her mom, from what I knew of my Nona, she was quite okay with losing self or putting others first before herself, putting family first before herself. That to her was her sacrifice. Her freedom was her sacrifice. And she knew nothing else because she witnessed that from her mother. And maybe looking at her mother, she was like, this is what I'm going to do differently. Um, and, but I do at the same time recognize that for those women in our lineage, it wasn't freedom that they were receiving. It wasn't freedom that they were feeling. It wasn't freedom in that vibration when they were giving to others, when they were raising their children, when they were watching their children grow, when they were 
meeting the needs and the responsibilities in quotation of being a wife, of being a partner, of being a coworker. So my mother, from what I perceived, understand this is what I perceived, this is not word of mouth from her, but from what I perceived and what I received was that she did not feel that she was truly free. Therefore, she took that and projected it onto her world, which then projected it onto me, projected it onto my brother, projected it onto her significant others. There was this desire of freedom because she felt so weighted. She felt so burdened. So therefore, I as a child was a burden. I as a child was someone who locked her down, that restrained her, that created anxiety within her. She didn't feel free when it came to finances. She didn't feel free within herself. In all, and you know, when we ha- remember those like fight, flight, freeze, or faint responses, hers was flight in regards to reading books that was fantasy based and diving into those when she was not working, when diving into her work and not being home because that would recognize within herself that she was not free, that she was not happy, that she was not of the vibration that she truly desired within her consciousness, within her subconscious, whatever it is, right? That freedom was was there, so or wasn't there, but it was aching. There was this ache for freedom. So for her, freedom was unattainable. It was something that you only dreamed about. Freedom was this desire that suffocated the fuck out of you. Freedom was this dream and that created resentment because dreams, let's think of the word dream. Let's actually, I'm gonna write that down for the next one. But dream, like, what does that mean to you when you think, oh, I'm dreaming it? For her in her, my perception of her dream, my perception of what I was, of what I saw from her, what I received, the actions, the emotions that she explicitly showed all the time, the uncensoredness of her was that dreaming was unattainable. Dreaming was, I need to wait. Dreaming was, this can only be attainable once my kids flew the, through the flew the nest, so therefore I'm going to push, push piss, excuse my language, push my children to be extravagant, push my children to grow up. So in order to attain that freedom, it wasn't just about her children. And I'm not just saying that, but it was the recognition in that moment while laying on the table and and really recognizing it that this was not me. Understanding in the last six months, in the last year, unraveling that resentment within myself, unraveling that anger, that sadness, the grief, oh, the grief was that it's not my fucking fault. It was not me. This was not 
on me. And yet I took that on. Therefore, I was not living in freedom and I consistently desired freedom. And when I had my own child, when I had my own kids, and I had two beautiful beings, two beautiful human beings, and I have this amazing partner and I am stepping into divine purpose every single day and I am building community within myself and what that means for me. I'm recognizing that when I first started this, I still ached for freedom. Freedom was a dream for me. Freedom was something that was unattainable. My definition of freedom was unattainability. Freedom was something I only imagined. It was only in my imagination. It was only what I experienced within meditation. It was only what I experienced within this is what I desire, not this can be implemented. Therefore, I was living in the exact same ancestral pattern as my mother of desiring fucking freedom and being in this stage of resentment of I put everybody first. Therefore, what my partner desires and requires in this life, I put myself on the back burner for that. What my children require and desire in this life, I put myself on the back burner for that. And when I'm laying on this fucking table, I recognize that I've already started. I've already made this death and this rebirth, and I've already created a reality based on what I believe now, based on the foundation that I created when it comes to freedom, because I understand now that I can be in constant flow with the vibration of freedom and be that mom and be that partner and be that coworker and be that partner and be that piece of community. I do not have to be in fight, flight, freeze, or faint response to receive freedom. I had to create the freedom within myself. So what does freedom mean for you? What did you experience as a child? What did you receive as a child when it came to freedom? How are you implementing that into your life now in all aspects of your life, in all aspects of yourself? What does freedom mean? What is the vibration that you are holding within yourself when it comes to freedom? Is it 100% you? Is it 100% your truth? Remember, words are magic. They are a vibration. They are an energy. Therefore, it was within your mental, your emotional, your physical, and your spiritual being. And you are radiating that out. Remember the five steps of creation. We are radiating this out. And then we are perceiving through that lens, through that energetic embodiment. And we are receiving it back in that way. So what are you receiving from everything around you that is telling you what freedom is? And how can you redefine that for yourself? Take a look at your mental, your emotional, and your physical, and your spiritual body. Where can you implement freedom every single day? It takes three weeks plus to create a new habit, to instill 
a new belief system. And we will come to that point where it's like, no, 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 no. We don't want to go that route, right? Or we feel stuck. And if we feel stuck, yes, I want you to celebrate feeling stuck because that is the moment that you push forward and you move out of that comfort zone and you step into rebirth and you say goodbye to that old version of you and that old version of that definition of freedom. So what does freedom mean to you? Now, in this current moment, how can you implement it? Man, that's beautiful. It is so liberating. Freedom is liberating and it is achievable. It is maintainable. It is something that you can embody every single day. And that's what I love about teaching my clients is that we are, I am teaching them we as a company are teaching you to embody that innate power that's within you to find it. And I teach all the moms, I teach all the caregivers, just all the parents how to embody that within themselves and not be that ancestral line, redefine that ancestral line, recreate that ancestral line. So have an amazing day. Thank you all again for those beautiful messages, those emails, showering me with all this love, showering our company with all of this love and support. It just, it's, it's beautiful. And we're truly, truly just in gratitude and in love of all of that we are receiving. And then we receive, we just send it all out back to you guys so have a beautiful day